Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and tuning up. This is Scott Jensen with my Ancient Wisdom Modern Health Podcast. Here, I share and explain how to get and stay healthy with Tai Chi, Qigong, and Kung Fu. Mixing interviews with incredible people and my own insights and experiences, we look for timeless wisdom and proven practices to be healthy and happy today. We're moving the Sword versus Sword seminar to March 28th, Saturday. It will be from 1 to 6 p.m. at Void Park. This date is working much better for people than the previous date, and we already have some good confirmations. Be sure to register on our website as soon as possible, both to let us know you'll be there and to reserve your spot. Thank you. In this episode, I would like to continue talking about Xingyichan and describe what are the contents of this marvelous martial art. If you haven't heard the previous episodes, I encourage you to listen to them. Because I described the Santishur stance earlier, I'm going to skip really talking about the foundation of Xingyi at this point and instead talk about the five elements. The five elements begin in the Santishur stance and all of the five elements use the Santishur almost continuously. The point of the five elements is to learn how to strike powerfully using your footwork and the power and weight of the center mass of your body. The five elements also help to build up your health, to strengthen the core of your body, and to teach you how to move. When you're practicing the martial art of Xing Chan, you'll spend a lot of time doing the five elements as rows, and this means that you'll start your movement with a Santi pose and then advance across the floor using a strong entering technique. You can think about that Russian icebreaker breaking through your opponent's defenses again, and then you deliver the full weight and power of your body as you strike and step. Xingyi Chan is a courageous method that attacks directly forward using powerful techniques but it does take the courage to advance towards the opponent strongly. Developing your willpower and intention as part of your training is one of the best parts of Xingyichuan, and it helps us to develop the mental and emotional strength that we need in daily life. When you practice the five elements, you have a feeling of being relentless and unstoppable. It's like you're a train on tracks, and you're just going to keep going. The five elements are also a powerful method of qigong that helps you to both build up the energy in the center of your body and to develop the health of the different organs inside your body. The next level of Xingyi Chan is called the 12 animals. The 12 animals are more advanced than the five elements 
and they're learned after the five elements. The 12 animals are all relatively short forms. They don't have that many movements to learn or remember, which is a lot of fun because sometimes it's frustrating if you have to learn too many movements. And the 12 animal movements are truly unique and interesting. Most of these techniques I have never seen in any other style. Sometimes they may be combinations or variations of other things, but there's a very unique flavor to each of the 12 animals. Each of the 12 animals has something to teach you about your body method and helps you to develop one aspect of your body mechanics and strengthen, in particular, one part of the body in a very useful way. The 12 animals also each have one or two techniques which are really powerful fighting techniques, which are often very unorthodox and unpredictable. The 12 animals also use subtle body movements and subtle mechanics within the body that are hard to observe from the outside to gain advantages and build power. Some people like to discuss the 12 animals with somewhat of a shamanic idea as well, looking to the spirit of the animal the feeling of the animal, and what can the animal teach us through its own unique qualities. When you're learning the 12 animals and the five elements, part of the concept behind your shingi is that you will become very difficult to understand, very difficult for the opponent to interpret. Part of the idea of form and will boxing is that you are going to be able to hide your form and to change your form unpredictably. And while you're hiding your intention and hiding what you're going to do next so the other person doesn't know, with your strong intention and perception, you'll be looking directly at them, unfrightened, unafraid, and you'll be able to look into what they're planning and see it. The next part of Xingyichuan are called linking forms. The linking forms combine different animals and different elements into longer and more complex routines. The linking forms are either intermediate in difficulty or advanced and expert. Because the more complex linking forms contain multiple animals and elements, they're really fun to practice. They're not too hard to learn because you already know most of the movements, but they're being rearranged almost like the elements of a song would be arranged. And the longer forms develop patterns and repetitions that are a little bit musical in the way that they're constructed. Some of the linking forms that you would be likely to learn while you're studying Xingyichuan are the five elements linking form, the connecting links linking form. This is your, the idea here is the connecting links of a chain. The eight methods or basher form. There's also a form called zasher sway, which mixes many of the animals together. Two of my favorite forms are simply known as the 77 and the 99. And these numbers refer to the number of movements in the form. These are very untypical for Xingyichuan. Xingyichuan usually has very short forms, 
20 or 30 movements would be very long for a Xingyi Tran form. This is shorter than the forms of most other classical combat-oriented Chinese martial arts. But there are two much longer ones. These are pretty rare. They're really beautiful. They develop your endurance, and they have just fantastic attacking and defense sequences. In addition to learning the five elements and the 12 animals and the various linking forms, you will also learn partner forms or sparring forms. These are practiced with a partner, with one of your friends from class. And in them, you exchange attacks and defenses. And because you know what your partner is going to do when they attack, you're able to effectively defend against it and not get hurt. This allows you to practice a good defense. Your partner gets to practice their offensive techniques. Then your strategy will change. There will be counterattacks and different movements against one another, one after the other. Different forms will mix different movements and have different things to teach. By practicing these partner or sparring forms, it's a great way to really learn how to use your movements. Some of the partner forms you may get to learn would be the five element partner form, the three element partner form, the mixed animals partner form, or sometimes known as eagle bear partner form. There's also a chinna or seizing hands sparring form that focuses in on joint locking and grappling techniques. And there's many other one or two step drills that will help you to learn how to use certain movements. Once you've done some partner forms, they will really help you to build your confidence to be able to do some free sparring and just playing around with your friends in class without having any preconception and just test out moves and test out defenses and gain some real skills. If you're actually going to use your Shingy Tran to compete in tournaments and sparring divisions or for self-defense, at the beginning, however, it's really good to build up the core strength. You'll want to do lots of partner forms with your friends and do a fair amount of free sparring with safety equipment on as well. Otherwise, you won't be ready. If you think you're just going to practice the empty hand forms and then use them against a competent opponent, you're going to be surprised. So the partner forms are one of the best parts of Shingi, and they really make the art practical. Other exercises that I would strongly encourage you to practice are hitting a heavy bag. In particular, practice the heavy bag using your palms. Shingi Chan has many strong palm techniques. In addition, you'll want to condition the core of your body, particularly your abdominal muscles, so that you have some protection in case you get punched. Your Santisher training, building up the chi in the center of your body, in time will also give you a powerful defense against being struck. This can, over time and consistent practice, develop into a good form of iron shirt where the other people will not be able to hurt you with their striking power. I'd like to discuss one of the other deeper parts of the art of Xingyi Chan. And this is one that has benefited me personally a great deal and which I have also used 
to help many of my students and friends and family members. And this is the traditional massage techniques of Twena that are taught with the art of Xingyichuan. Xingyichuan also gives you an excellent opportunity to study many of the foundation concepts of Chinese medicine, and in particular, the theory of the five elements, which is found throughout classical Chinese medicine. Studying even a little bit of these concepts of the classical medical theories really adds depth to your practice of Xingyichuan and helps you to understand your own health and the health of your family and friends and gives you practical ways to help them with manual therapy or therapeutic massage techniques. I think Xingyichuan is a great art for longevity. The stepping in Xingyichuan is more vigorous than the stepping in Tai Chi Chan, and this keeps your blood flowing in your legs and hips in a really good way. Xingyichuan also has a very good variety of movements with an extended range of motion in the arms. There's quite a few movements where your arms are reaching over your head or moving in rather complex and quite varied different patterns, and these are all excellent exercise, particularly because it doesn't require too much flexibility. Although when you're thinking about Xingyichuan at first, it may sound a little complex, all these different things that I'm talking about, this is one of the things that actually is very appealing about Xingyichuan for most of its practitioners. On one hand, the movements are actually rather simple to learn and remember. This makes it very easy for people that aren't that good at learning and remembering movements, and there's plenty of them out there, to be able to actually learn the art and practice it and really enjoy it. On the other hand, the theories give you something to talk about, to think about, and something that you can strive to embody in all of the different movements that you're practicing. This adds a sort of an intellectual or mental component to the art, which I think makes it far more interesting than doing things like long distance running or weightlifting, where there's not a whole lot of theory to think about and you learn most of it pretty quickly. Xing Yi Chan, on the other hand, is an art that will unfold gradually as you study it, and there's many new things to learn for many, many years, both in terms of movements and in terms of ideas. I'd also like to point out that we have a regular newsletter coming out every week, and there's often links to new articles and videos in addition to the weekly podcast. You can sign up for the newsletter on our homepage. Thank you for joining me and listening in. I would love to hear from you. If you have questions, please send them to ask at ancientwisdommodernhealth.com. Also, please remember to subscribe and share. Until our next episode, be well and stay happy.